Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. Welcome back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. So, the technical- I'm so excited to be here with you. All right. Of course, as soon as we hit record, there's technical difficulties. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, well, here we are, y'all. Mercury retrograde is in shadow period. Yeah, I guess we're going to have what? You just got to wait like five seconds after the other person talks. Someone told me they thought their headphones were broken because we were cutting in and out on the last episode. So shout out, your headphones work fine. Your headphones work fine. It's an us problem, not a you problem. But I don't know what it is because, I mean, I haven't had any issues. It's just my energy. It's too bomb. It's too dank. It's too tourist season. Just a few so days. Tell us, so since we were here last, we did your birthday. So what'd you do for your birthday? I went to Michigan and we saw the Great Lakes and it was really beautiful, except there was a like city parade on the day we were there, my birthday, and they had half the city shut down, uh, no access point. And so we got stuck in traffic and got stuck in like roadblocks. So that was cool. Oh, and the GPS detoured us down the yellow brick road of cobblestone about three miles of fucking avalanche cobblestone it was so scary i thought i had a mental breakdown you had to walk on cobblestone no i had to drive and it was scary yeah it was terrible if i would have been in like an SUV, i didn't even know that they have cobblestone in the u.s in michigan they do baby it was the yellow brick road where were you trying to go and where did it take you to we were trying to go to the main city part, but they had like six of the streets blocked off, which then detoured us. And obviously we didn't know where we were going. So we listened to the GPS, which ended up in a one-way neighborhood of cobblestone of mansions. These houses were like $6 million mansions in futuristic, crazy looking houses, but the road was really damaged and there was a lot of waves and my car was just like very not happy. And I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it at all, but I kept cool. I didn't get upset. I just, I just was like, what is going on? Well, you risk people's lives when you're driving, so. You know what's crazy? The only other most crazy thing that's ever happened to me is when I was driving in Utah and it said rough pavement and there was a literal six foot by six foot pothole. And like, if your car is big enough and it could zoom over it, you're golden. But if you lock a tire in that motherfucker, you're, you're bottomed out. So you guys remember like, 
the episodes ago, we told you about our trip when we went to Utah. So Homegirl, which is the name of that episode, um, it was her car, but Paige was driving and like giving her a break or whatever. Cause again, she was complaining about having to drive because she offered to drive anyways. So Paige is over here being mommy and she's fucking driving us. And yeah, all of a sudden it says a uh, rough patch ahead and it's a literal big ass fucking square hole. And so she like jerks the car over to the side. We don't leave the lane, nothing like it's not dramatic. Like in the back seat, I feel like things even feel scarier than the front seat. And this girl like didn't have, I don't feel like she had that much of a reaction then, but like later that night was like basically Paige took us in the car with her in control because she wanted to drive us off that fucking mountain and all of our lives were in danger is how she made it sound. It was so scary y'all because there was literally a sign that said rough pavement ahead. It didn't say rough patch. It said rough pavement ahead. I That's thought, what it was. Huh. I've never seen that before. And the next thing you know, you are about to be nose down in this big asshole. Like it was like one of those things that like here in Kentucky, they just throw one of those metal like covers on it that you can drive over they bolt it down and they just put a metal thing on it. I know you know what I'm talking about and said mm-hmm. Utah was like mm, we're good everybody's got jeeps hell this ain't this ain't the devil's advocate this ain't the devil's hot tub this is just a little this is just regular this is a regular one you said this isn't the devil's advocate <laughs> it was called the devil's hot tub y'all look it up that shit cracked me up i mean shit you did better than you would have done driving in two-wheel drive fucked up on vodka going up mountains it's sketchy that we survived that trip with a girl that literally is like non-existence in our life now like literally blocked us never took accountability and just pretended like it never happened because she banged someone while we were there and she only been married for three weeks you know what's funny to me is because she's not the only one that does it but she did it where it's the photos of like being around crystals and like being in bathtubs for rejuvenation and being like I just need this and to like recharge or whatever. And I'm like, the problem is you. So like, I don't know what you shove so many crystals up your butthole because what you're doing right now is not enough to counteract whatever the fuck you got going on. Cause it's not us. She was definitely, definitely, definitely on something. And I have no clue once again why you would invite people across the country say that you got all this under control and then you're upset with me because your state doesn't cover its massive potholes so I put your life in danger when really this was a regular day for her and I was scared that's like the crazy part to me is like for me if I behaved that way I'm having like a catastrophic life event and like I'm shook to my core and I'm like, holy fuck, this is like a thing. And for somebody to be like, this is just normal. Why are you upset with me? 
that blows my fucking mind is that somebody actually thinks that their behavior was totally cool. I would, all I did was get drunk and threatened to leave you alone in the fucking desert where you don't know anything and you're four hours away from the airport and there's no Ubers and I'm cheating on my husband and uh, my friends are accusing your friends of giving counterfeit dollars. You guys should feel totally comfortable. What the fuck? What I feel like. And come stay at my house with my husband, who I've been telling awful stories about during this trip. That's what I want to do. I feel like this year has been really just shaking things up a bit. Like, it's like this experience to anyone listening just goes to show you even deeper how you just don't know people. And like, when we plan this trip she didn't even have a fiance a boyfriend or nothing and by the time this trip was over this bitch had a husband that she had cheated on like i'm just saying motherfuckers are a loose cannon and this whole mercury retrograde has really been adding to that fire it's like if there was a metaphorical fire and someone threw gasoline on it for the last three weeks that's where we're at now that's the aftermath of where we're at but I do feel like since about February it has been very crazy like since um the end of Aquarius and the Pisces season I feel like since that like astrological new year kind of time I feel like it was just it's been spicy mine has been since we went on that, that trip and I finally feel like I'm out of it but I have just been like, like I could not readjust myself back to like my normal. Honestly, I've been trying to um, do different stuff now that it's like warm and get out of like the same normal. I'm trying to set new yeah. because I feel like I've just been in my like little comfort zone someone wrote me today and said that they're feeling extremely tired I was like that's the late stages of tourist season like the beginning of tourist season I'm always extremely motivated um but like by the end of it I'm like yeah I'll worry about that later (laughs) I'll do that later I feel like I'm the opposite and I feel like we talked about this last year too where you're like no, I'm like chilling and whatever. And I'm like, I've got huge goals. It's about to be Gemini season. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I do get motivated during Gemini season as well. I think Gemini seasons are overall just really peak time as we move into like summer. And um, I just overall like Gemini is a mutable energy and it's like interchangeable and I feel like anything's possible I feel like this next season coming up is like if you've been doing the work since last freaking October in August you're about to get a reward in Gemini season you're about to get a little fruits of your labor speak it into existence I'm really just feeling tested and tried by so many people projecting their own limiting beliefs onto me thinking that I'm going to be upset with them I'm like you're the only one upset they're like well I thought this would upset you so I didn't bring it up and I'm like it would not have upset me (laughs) like so many people are just like afraid to speak up when something like needs to be brought up I feel like and it's not even anything that anybody done it was just like about business stuff to be honest and I'm like literally like 
all you need to do is just reach out like you know what I mean and like just say something like don't be afraid and they're like well I just know you're busy and I'm like I don't like when people think that like their needs aren't a priority for one and then for two they project that like no one cares energy because they don't ask so how could anyone care it's like if you don't take the initiative to ask or to say what you need to say then how can oh how can people care it's gonna move this but no yeah, but I think that a lot of people have, um, like, they have the expectation that somebody's just going to realize what it is that they're needing, and that if it's obvious to them, then it's obvious to other people, and they just expect them to know it. Yeah, and I think it's just lack of accountability on being able to achieve and fulfill like your own needs because like closed mouths don't get fed. If you don't speak up and be heard or you don't put your energy or intentions out there, then you are just like dust in the wind and like no wonder you feel overlooked or like a victim or something. You know, I just think some people, not not anyone in particular, just in general, when we don't say what our needs are, they don't get met, which then makes us believe that's not a priority. And that's where, like, I think like women, especially in like the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and all these times, we're really convinced like that you have to do certain things to be worthy or to be accepted or to be, included and I think that you know boundaries with your own self is important because you know there's things I do that I don't want to do but the boundary like you have to have like an active accountability with yourself and and boundaries with your lower self that's like no we'll do it tomorrow we'll do it later the part of you that like wants to put it off or that is like okay well what's the gym gonna do today whenever I'm already behind like so many people think they're already behind and I think that's where like they don't put their needs first so they don't ask for what they need because they already feel like they're behind yeah so then it does end up being a projection and them just I also really don't like that because I'm your friend and because I know you, you're a very direct communicator about things. And you're like, you're very clear on what your expectation is, but also giving people the space to be able to say to you, like what they're thinking and feeling. And so for people to say that they didn't want to teach you about something because they thought that you would be upset or whatever. I just think that that's pop out. That's that you just didn't want to do it. And now it's being projected on. They wanted something different from you. And I don't think that it's your fault. Yeah, I see this a lot in my intimate like friendships and stuff. And I don't know if you remember me mentioning um, I did. Like eight months ago, me and I went through a friend breakup with a girl that I've been friends with for like 15 years. But remember, she was like, ever since you started reading tarot, uh, you, you think you're better than people or you think you're better than me or some shit. It was like a super projection. And she reached out to me on my birthday and said, hey, happy birthday. I just wanted you to know I've been thinking about you. I was like, yeah, I bet you have been thinking about me. I didn't even reply. I just didn't do nothing. I just opened it. See, for me, like, I'm all about like, if we've been hella close and like second chance and like you say some shit, but like we talk it out. Okay. But just saying like, I was thinking about you and then doing it on a birthday when like last time we talked, you 
you said fucked up shit, but you're going to like, I think it's selfish to, and they have to insert themselves into that day, save it for a different time after the birthday and be like, I was going to message you on your birthday, but I didn't think the timing was right. But I've just been thinking about you, whatever, really sorry for how things went, like whatever, it's something different other than like, yo, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I just think that like lately, the more that I've been healing and the more that I just know who the fuck I am, I just don't let little situations with people disrupt my flow. Like her projecting that onto me being like, I feel like your videos are about me and that you're making subliminal messages about me. And I'm like, if the shoe fits, that's just the first thing that I want to say is fucking wear that. But for two, as a friend and as someone that I had been friends with for like 15 fucking years, why would I go to the internet and project some bullshit that I could have just talked to you about like you know what I mean and then just some of the compliments not compliments some of the what do I want to say um just bold-faced lies I guess that this girl had like told me about the past I was gonna say compromising things like she says compromising things oh I've been thinking about you but before I wasn't even a good friend so like who was in your ear eight months ago because clearly it was someone you know what I mean like clearly something didn't pan out and now you see who has been a real friend for you and I think that's where sometimes we do have to have accountability with ourselves because I feel like sometimes when we're not happy we do project that onto people we know and care about and yeah I believe in second chances but like to completely just project a bunch of your own trauma bullshit onto me and then blame our friendship no, I don't want to be your friend. Like, I, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're the type of friend that, like, can't be trusted if you ever were really my friend. Because it sounds like you were just benefiting from being my friend. But then when those benefits wore off, because she she had originally said she felt like a, um, like a side chick, but like a side friend. That's what she said. Whenever we went through our friend breakup, she was like, I feel like I'm a side friend compared to, and she named, like, a couple of different people that I don't even really hang out with for real. Like, that's crazy because the people she named at that time, I was, like, frequently seeing those people. But now, like, a year later, I don't see those people, really. So, it was kind of, like, fair weather friends or just people that I was just around. She was getting all in her feels. And what it is is, like, when people don't want to do the work and they see you hanging out with people who are healing or doing whatever work needs to be done around here, like, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, you can't pretend that like your environment doesn't affect what you do and who who you are and I think that like when I broke free of those old environments that me and her used to hang out in she didn't want to like she always would want readings but like we've said before if you get a reading and you don't do nothing with that information you're wasting everyone's time especially when the readings were free because I wanted to help her so it just became like this never-ending cycle of like what can you do for me what can you do for me I recently um like two days ago had to just completely cut off my grandma and not speak to her at all and um hers is like the same like the same projection type shit she uh she had a heart attack. So we haven't talked for a few months. And the last time that we had talked, she was like, I found your TikTok and I can't believe that you work with the devil. And 
This goes against everything that I believe in, yada, yada, yada. Not once in my entire life had this woman ever mentioned religion at all for any reason ever. Like, she's not like a crazy religious person, whatever. And I was just like, I was shocked. But so I hadn't talked to her in months. She had a heart attack. And I reached out to her on Mother's Day. And I was like, hey, um, we may not talk uh, very often or whatever, but I just wanted to tell you that I love you. I hope you're doing well and happy Mother's Day. And she responds and was like, um, after my experience, my connection with the Lord has been so much stronger. And the deacon was kind of coming to my house every single week and giving me the sacraments. And I finally, with the glory of God, was able to get out of my bed and start to use a walker. And I get to uh, go to church. You know, I can drive myself to church now. And she's like, and then she starts telling me about details of her health condition. And then she goes, I'm going to be keeping you and your family in my prayers, especially names my kids. And especially them. Um, and I'm praying to my Lord that you see that you're freed of the evil occult that has you under its spell. God bless. Uh, and then she names my kids again. And I and so I, and so I waited. I waited like two hours. And I was so classy with my response. And I was just like, um, Cause like, I just want to make you feel like an asshole. Like there's no reason in me like being like a dick about it, but like, I just want to make you feel like an asshole. And I said, um, that I'm so glad that she's feeling better and that I'm glad that her deacon is able to support her on her journey. And that like, she's finding her like physical healing. Um, and I said, I support whatever makes you happy. I said, but um, please don't pray for my family. Instead, use those prayers so that um, you can find a way to be less judgmental of other people who don't think and believe the same things that you do. I would never treat you the way that you are treating me. And I've never actually told you about my spiritual beliefs. Um, I said, this will be the last time that I ever reach out because you can't keep hateful rhetoric to yourself. And, um, I, something else about like supporting whatever she wants to do. And that was how I left it. And then I blocked her number and I won't talk to her again. She'll die alone because I'm the only family that she has. What do you mean? You're the only, she has, she has the only other family that she has is, um, one daughter who will not speak to her. Like, like she, I'm the only family that she has. Well, I think deep down at the same time, she's just miserable. So she's projecting onto you. Yeah, it's a projection, but shitty people. Insecurity. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of excuses for like, it's that generation of people. And I've done that for her for a long time. I've been like, you're my elder and you know, you're my grandmother or whatever. And I'm just like, that is like, if you treat people fucked up and you never grow, fuck that. Um, you know what I think is crazy is a lot of people are old and they're set in their ways. And when they see younger people exploring themselves rather than how they were like, 
shut down or disregarded or weren't allowed to explore their beliefs. Like they were just told what to believe. They were just like, okay, get married, work a job till you die. Don't have any creative thought. And I think like with the internet and like the, the expression, the artistry, the things that are emerging more and more into the collective is a lot of like in revolutionary times, People such as yourself or free thinkers or people that were like weird or or different are actually the people that we study the most <laughs> and that the people like we're mostly obsessed with. Um, and even people who did bad things like Charles Manson, like people are still obsessed with him. It doesn't matter. Like it could be a bad person. It could be a really great person. It could be someone that was just completely disregarded. Um, like, you know, Vincent Van Gogh, you know what I mean? They treated him like dirt, like all the way you know what I mean so I just think that when we look back at history a lot of what we see is this trend of like shut down people's creativity shut down their uniqueness like don't accept people don't um don't support people don't understand people so then they they also grow with this bitterness inside of them or this hatred inside of them which is then projected onto their kids or their grandkids or fucking co-workers or whoever, wherever. And I just think at the end of the day, that's such a trend that if you're listening, you have such a moral obligation to learn deeply about yourself because when you learn deeply about yourself, you don't reject other people, period. You let other people be themselves because then you're in the most powerful version of yourself. And that version of you will not give a fuck. Absolutely. Amen to Paige. Everyone wants to talk to me right now. And I'm like, put my phone on airplane mode. <laughs> and it's still ringing somewhere. It's still ringing. It's probably my iPad. I don't know. Um, another thing I'll say about your grandma is I would just send her love and, and just be like, you know what? Just send her a little love. Just, she needs it. She needs it. I know that things. Like I'm not. I'm not. I. I don't have like bad feelings towards her. Like I, I, I think it's, it's not something I'm losing sleep over. Like I find it funny that somebody is, says that, but at the same time, like I don't need somebody who doesn't like me. And when I'm wishing them happy mother's day and I'm talking to them, like wishing them well after they almost just died of a heart attack. And that didn't even, even a death experience didn't change their fucking shit. I, then why am I going to talk to you? If every time I speak to you, it's an insult, go fuck yourself. I don't want it. I agree with that though. I agree with that. Like, if you don't got anything nice to say, then shut the fuck up. That's all I got to say. And another thing, if you're just going to lie, don't even speak, don't talk. Cause so many people, they just be talking to talk and it's like, it gets out of hand how manipulative people are. And that's why, like, I'm really happy that I just decided once again to not even think about dating because that was such a traumatic experience. For, like, six months, I was being directly traumatized by every person that could. And, and I still haven't gotten over that one guy who matched with me on a Wednesday. On Thursday, this girl messaged me on Facebook talking about he don't clean his underwear type shit. Like, within 24 hours his ex-girlfriend has found me and what's even weirder about that is his ex-girlfriend's hot and I tried to slide on her like three months ago like in her DMs talking about oh my god you're so pretty we should hang out and I wasn't talking just as friends <laughs> 
And then this crusty bitch comes over here talking about he don't wipe his ass. He's got duty stains in his underwear. Oh, God. That's good looking out, though. Like, listen, I would want to be her friend. I would be like, that is like, thank you for telling me. Thank you for looking out. She didn't have to say anything. She could have let you get with his little poopy butt. And you know what's wild? Then she DM'd me and was like, don't even worry about talking to him. He's at my house right now. And I had to block both of them. Okay. Yeah. After she told me he don't like his butt, he was at her house. Talking about we're going to have a kid. What? Yeah, no, it gets deeper than that. I mean, that was just the, that was just Ew, the, we're going to have a kid together. That's what she was saying. That's why I knew this bitch was crazy. She wanted me to think he had poopy butt, so I wouldn't talk to him, which after all this fuckery, I wasn't going to talk to him. What was weird for me is that he found me on Facebook after we matched on a dating app, had found me on Facebook. And I was like, dude looks oddly familiar. And we have like 80 mutual friends. And then it was him. Stalkers. Yo, I got to go get my kid from school. All right. Lollipop has concluded. Gemini has to jet. I've got to be the mom. We love you. And our next full moon circle is on June 2nd. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I mean, obviously, but I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll see you there. Bye, y'all. Bye.